What do you want? Alex demanded, hoping her voice held the defiance her trembling body lacked. He just stared at her, still smiling. Who was he? She wondered, again bemoaning the fact that she had chosen hieroglyphics over Arabic continually in school. Atop the stallion, the man with the dark Arabic eyes and haunting facial contours was a more formidable opponent than she had ever expected to face. No, he wasn't just formidable. The man was terrifying. You made my camel run away, she snapped, drawing desperately on whatever bravado she could summon. You do realize that it is terribly rude to burst upon people this way. She didn't get any further. The sinewed muscles in the stallion's haunches convulsed, and the horse was moving toward her. Now wait a minute. Alex automatically began to back up. It did her no good. The horse broke into a prance and moved directly beside her, and even as she turned like a cornered deer, floundering in the sand and scrambling to flee, the man's arms caught her squarely around the middle, and she felt herself being hoisted through the air and precariously balanced belly down over the shoulders of the stallion. The man snapped out a single word in Arabic, and the animal's muscles bunched beneath her. She grabbed desperately at the saddle trimmings for balance as they broke into a canter. It was difficult to talk. It was difficult to do anything other than pray that she would not fly off the racing horse and try to draw air rather than sand into her lungs. And yet, despite the rise of basic survival instincts, Alex found strength somewhere to scream out her rage. You can't do this to me. I'm an American. Stop this horse. Let me go at once. I'll have the embassy on you for this. I'll call out the entire United Nations. Laughter, full, deep, rich, and husky, was his only response. Eventually, she tired after she had called him every name she could think of. Her vocabulary of profanities was quite extensive after all the years she had spent with her father and predominantly male workers. She threatened him with everything from being boiled alive to being drawn and quartered. Then she even remembered a few phrases in Arabic, two of which her father had taught her when she had begun to comb the bazaars of Cairo with him in search of authentic antiquities. Ibid yadiyek, kif Keep your hands to yourself. Stop or I'll scream. Great words. They might have an effect upon a wayward youth in a crowded bazaar, but it was blatantly obvious this maniacal Arab couldn't care less whether she screamed or not. There were certainly no bullies, police around to help. She grew more and more angry and frightened. No, Alex, she warned herself. Don't be frightened. Stay mad. Don't let this man know you are anything but indignant and furious. He merely grew more amused. And she fell silent, focusing her inward curses upon some vague form of punishment for Kelly, who, it seemed, had wished this entire bizarre occurrence upon her. And when she finished cursing Kelly, she cursed Jim for having sent her to Sharif. And when she finished cursing Jim, she started again, with her greatest, most vicious vengeance upon the true root of her present humiliation, D'Alessio. She knew there was no way that she could be imagining this. Not when every inch of her flesh was being jounced and bruised. Not when the sand flew around her, blinding her, pelting her skin. Not when she could feel the heat and lather of the stallion, 
and the broad, steely hand of the insolent Arab splayed across her back, holding her firmly. It had to end. She was bruised from head to toe. She wasn't terribly sure she would ever walk again. It seemed that she had swallowed half the desert. The racing horse had slowed to a more agonizing trot. A second later, the animal halted, and she would have fallen were it not for the power of the hand upon her back. She tried to look up and blink the blinding sand from her eyes. They were somewhere. A vast number of tents stretched before her, a relief from the monotony of the desert. Grass grew in tufts at the stallion's hooves. She could hazily make out a cluster of date nut trees. From somewhere nearby came the blessed sound of splashing water and children's laughter. An oasis. They had reached an oasis.